With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. Say go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Say go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. We're back on track on the floor, scoring Morris 94. And the Knicks are hardcore. And I'll tell you like this, we ain't never look sharp. With Hubert you are now listening to the Knicks State of Mind podcast, presented by Elite Sports Radio. And now, your hosts, Chip Murphy and Matt Castillo. Hello everybody, I'm Matt Castillo. Welcome to another episode of the Knicks State of Mind podcast. Now today, going to be a little bit different. I'm usually joined by Chip Murphy, uh, but you know, just the schedules have been a little different uh, the last few weeks, but I wanted to go ahead and get an episode out. So Chip will not be with me uh, for this quick-hitting episode of just one segment. Uh, I know it's been a few weeks since we have had an episode out. Um, I know some were probably wondering if we were going to have a new episode anytime soon. Uh, but, you know, just so much craziness going on right now, as I explained before, um, my radio station, uh, about a transition period that we're in and, and me taking on more responsibilities so training, stuff like that, uh, has kind of, for right now, made my schedule a little bit different. And then last weekend here in uh, South Carolina, we had the hurricane threat, even though I'm more inland, uh, we were having some effects from that as well. Uh, thankfully, it wasn't too bad here in this area, uh, but you know, just some scheduling stuff, some things that are a little bit different, so Chip couldn't be um, with us today for this episode, so I wanted to get something out so we can get, you know... Our, our listeners, something to enjoy, just a quick listening episode, and you know, we got an interesting topic here uh, to discuss. Got to tell you, it has been that kind of week where, where things just have not gone well, and it's, in the terms of our sport teams, you know, I, I mentioned on here before, I'm a New York Jet fan. Last night, they lose to the Cleveland Browns after having a 14 to nothing lead, a team that was gassed, had to play three games in 11 days. And then uh, I also mentioned I'm a Yankee fan, so I had to watch the Red Sox celebrating at Yankee Stadium that they clinched the American League East. Uh, so I have taken a lot of heat this morning on the radio show. So it, it's been a, a pride-swallowing last couple of days with things that have been going on with my sport teams. And, of course, I always get heck being a Nick fan. So I know many of you are probably in the same boat. It's been a little rough. Uh, but, you know, as I get my little my little venting session over there, you guys know I like to do that, make myself feel a little bit better about those, those sport frustrations. Uh, we'll jump into our topic today. And each year, and this is several media outlets that do this, but, of course, they have the top 100 list for NFL, MLB, and, of course, the NBA has it as well. And Sport Illustrated had theirs come out about a week ago. 
and we see that Christoph Brzingis is ranked number 52 in the top 100. Uh, so I'm going to discuss that a little bit, share my thoughts on whether or not uh, he's worthy uh, of being number 52, and you know, take a look at some guys that are behind him or maybe even in front of him uh, that he can be in front of. But you know, starting off with it. When you look and see number 52, top 100, should Przingis be there? And I think this answer is obvious. It's absolutely yes. Um, I don't think it's necessarily too high. You know, at first I was thinking with the injury last year, maybe he falls back a little bit on this list. And so the one thing that you start to do naturally is you go ahead and you look at some of the players that he's in front of. Uh, and then at 53, you got guys like Eric Bledsoe. Um, you know, you skip further ahead. There's not really a name on here that you go, yeah, I would take that guy over Brazingis right now. But b- maybe but one. The only thing I can say, and and this doesn't really speak to where Brazingis is at. You know, it, it, when you look behind uh, the other guys that are on the list. You see that at number 68, I believe, as I'm scrolling through just to make sure, and it is number 68, is DeMarcus Cousins. Now, DeMarcus Cousins, I'm sorry, at this point, it should be probably ranked before Christoph Rzingis. Um, I know he has the injury, the Achilles injury. We're not quite sure how he's going to be able to recover from that injury. You know, a lot of guys that have suffered it have came back, and they're just simply not the same player. Um, so a lot of concern about that. But this list is kind of composed by two things. Number one, kind of the season they had last year. You kind of look at last year's success for them, and it, that plays a part. The other part of it is, is the overall career of this player sometimes. You know, there's some guys... Dirk Davinsky is like 96, 97 on this list. Dirk Davinsky is probably not in the top 100 no more. Uh, but the reason why he's in it is because of his career. It does play a little bit of a factor. So I get somebody like DeMarcus Cousins, who's at 68. You probably drop him back because of the major injury that he has suffered. And, and we're not quite sure when he will be back. And the level of play... Uh, you know, how is he going to look recovering from this injury? Again, guys like Kobe Bryant had the, the torn Achilles, and Kobe wasn't quite the same after that injury as he was getting up there in age. So this is not an injury that a lot of people have came back from and had success. But when you look at it overall as well, not just last season and, and, and expectations for this season, uh, I think DeMarcus Cousins probably should be more valued than Christoph Porzingis. I, I think he is... And other people have referred to him as the best big man in the game. The guy can do it all. Uh, And I kind of think if injury plays a factor in him dropping that much, then Christoph Brzingis has also suffered an injury. Uh, The ACL injury, everybody already knows. We don't know when he's going to be back. He might not play a big role this season at all. We, We have no idea. You know, you hear right around Christmas, maybe January. But at that point... The Knicks very much well can be so far out of a playoff spot that there isn't really a a point to play him too much. So if you base off of it last year, and you look at it for a season last year, we all know 
that he got off to such a hot start. I think in October, I mean, he was averaging about 30 points a game for those first few weeks in October and, and played really well. And a lot of questions were answered with him being the guy now, the first option, um, being the face of the franchise. How can he handle it? And right off the bat, he showed that he can. He put up some numbers. And, of course, he hit that wall. And a part of that was that he just simply did not have another option to go to. Um, defenses were able to change up the way that they played them. And it's exhausting to have to go out each night, drop 30 points just to keep your team into it. And we saw him a little fatigued, uh, rushing shots, uh, looking for the referee to bail him out instead of just taking it strong to the basket. And, and all that we have talked about on the show, it was very frustrating. Um, but I think overall, based off the of last season, he showed that he's certainly worthy of, of being one of the top 50 players in this. I know he's just right outside the top 50. Uh, and I think one reason why he might have fell back now in the top 50 is because of this injury. Because another part of how this list is put together is, you know, how is it going to be this season for him? Uh, and again, that is the unknown. We're not quite sure how much of Christophe Brzingis that we are going to see. And it's one reason why I think perhaps he's not even in the top 30, maybe. I mean, now the second part of this is looking at the guys that are ahead of Brzingis. Who who are some of these guys that I can say, you know what, I'd take Brzingis over right now. You you see uh, Derek Favors is 51. I I would take Brzingis over Favors. Uh, Devin Booker is a solid one at 50. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's a very nice role player, but Brzingis is more important to his team. Robert Coverton's at 48. Uh, Jalen Brown has showed some promise. Um, Andre Drummond is very solid at 46. Uh, you know, looking to see if there's an obvious guy that you go, wait a minute, how is this guy ahead of Perzingis? And, you know, I, to be honest, I, I don't see that right now. I don't see somebody that I would say should be behind Brzingis on this. I think it's pretty fair. I think it's a, a decent list of the top 100 players. Now, maybe a few early on, like I just mentioned, to put Brzingis in the top 50, uh, but I don't have a problem with it. I think where he's at, what we'll see from him this season, um, and all that influence that come into this list, I think 52 is a pretty solid um, selection. Uh, and you know, Derek Favors, like I said, at 51, and what are you going from 52 to 51 isn't really the biggest thing in the world, you know, is you know, last year, it, it, or I, I would say if Brzingis was playing this year, you know, no ACL injury, wasn't coming off of that, would he be in the top 30? I think he could pass some of these guys that, you know, I mentioned before that I don't really have a problem with being there right now because of the circumstance. Uh, but with, uh, you know, you have Jason Tatum at 39. Second year player showed a lot of promise last year in his rookie year. Uh, Przingis is probably should be ahead of him if he was playing. So that's just the thing. I know some fans might be a little upset, feel like it's a little disrespectful, but you got to keep in mind all of the things that go into this list. Uh, healthy, 
Absolutely, you put him ahead of even Clint Capella, who's a very solid player. Uh, guy's a double-double machine himself, um, but I just think the skill set of Brazingis is more, and Clint Capella's at 35. Uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell's at 34, had a great rookie year, really surprised people. And you know, if I look at even Kevin Love, Kevin Love is going to have to take a big role for the Cleveland team this year. He's going to have to probably do what he did in Minnesota. And perhaps probably going to have to get back to those numbers because he's going to be the main option there. He's at number 31. I think at this point, Brzingis would be ahead of him as well. But again, look at you know all the factors that go into this. Because we are not going to see him early on in the season, I think being in the top you know, 60 isn't too bad. You know, he could easily be in the top 50 still. But overall, I think it's pretty solid. And you know what we'll do... Uh, so you can kind of get Chip's point of view on it is in our next episode. Kind of start with this, hear what Chip has to say, and kind of go back and forth. Re, you know, kind of retouch some of my thoughts behind it as well. And you know, and you guys listen to this podcast again. You can tweet us at nyksom podcast. Uh, we appreciate all the listeners who do tweet us, and you know, join in this discussion. And I'm. Want to see what you guys think? Where do you guys think Porzingis should be? Are you are you satisfied with him being at fifty two? Do you think he can be lower? Do you agree with why I think it's okay where he's at? You know, the, and the factors that play, you know, with him being that, um, you know, behind in the list. So tweet us. Uh, we also have the Facebook page and the State of Mind page, uh, podcast page that you can reach out to us. So we want to hear from you. Um, and then we will get back into the swing of things next week. Uh, we will have our Nick Ultimate, or our, not our Ultimate, our all-time list pick. We're at number three still. Uh, so you have a chance to go back and listen to everybody else that we have selected over the last several weeks. And we'll have that wrapped up for you. Uh, probably within the next few weeks, right before training camp, which is right around the corner. So, you know, just be on the listen for that. And um, we will be back next week. I can promise you that. So, thank you for listening to this episode of the Next State of Mind podcast.